Morning, Craw. For you, a, are you a sprinter or a stayer? Could you do the races into the AFL into another game of footy like the rugby league? No, nah, no chance. <laughs> Not even back in my day when I was a bit of a stayer. But uh, nah, I think I'm good for one event, and then maybe drift to a pub. Maybe go to the races and then drift to a pub and watch the other games. Um, and just sit around the table, maybe. <laughs> I'm a bit old now, so uh, I, I probably wouldn't even last that. Oh, I think you'd still have something mate. left there, Croft. Croft. Don't, oh, underest- please, don't underestimate don't, yourself. Don't give me the old, I'm a bit old, play that card as well. Please. You know I'd go off, I'd do it all night. Exactly right. 100%. Ten of his best mates would see him go home to bed. There'd be massive FOMO. We're all we're all got one of yeah, those in us exactly, still, Croft. I reckon we get better with age. <laughs> I agree, I agree. We, we might have it in us, but we don't have the recovery oh, yeah, no, that we I used get, to have. I agree with no. that. No, you're dusty for about a week. Months, months to recover. Uh, speaking of dusty for a week, that's going to be me after the Swans beat Collingwood, buddy, on Saturday. What do you reckon? Well, it's, well the odds suggest that it's just going to happen, but it's not that easy. Uh, mm. Collingwood are going great. They play a great style of footy. They're a real attacking style. They take the game on and... But Sydney, hey, they're fantastic. We love the way they've gone about it with all the young kids coming through. And now they're believing in themselves. They'll shut down the middle the best they possibly can. They play the SCG better than anyone. And um, Yeah, it's only... it's You can almost get your hands on one of the handles of the Premiership Cup. So uh, it's going to be fantastic. They're, Collingwood are believing, though. Collingwood didn't have to go here last time they played. Uh, the Swans, the Swans won, um, you know, quite well. But they didn't have to go in. He's red hot at the moment, coming out of the middle, uh, especially centre bounces. He's winning a lot of the footy and he's getting the ball inside fifty. So um, I reckon this is this is probably fifty five forty five in the Swans, um, you know, leading to the Swans a little bit, but. Um, I think this is game on, big time. How significant, mate, is the SCG? If this game was at the MCG, yeah. would your opinion be different? Yeah, it's it's huge, the SCG, just because of its unusual shape, you know, compared to the MCG, which is Collingwood's home ground. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's very much an advantage. And it's funny because all the, the opposition teams, they always try and, in the week, leading up to playing the Swans at the SCG, they always bring the oval in a little bit or they try and make sure their football ground uh, is the same side. So they bring out the cones and they make sure they practice that way. But we all know, you know, a couple of days of practice, not really going to help a great deal. Um, You sort of need to be working on that for a long period of time, uh, especially if you know you're going to a final. But, yeah, it's a big advantage for the Swans. Uh, I think the Swans can win, which uh, I'll be pumped especially for Big Bud, um, you know, going into another grand final. And the, the great thing about the Swans is a few years ago, they played all the young kids. They did the hard yards, you know, they copped a few whackings, but it's just brought them on so much. It's given them so much belief. They've got a great mix with the older players, the McCartans down back, um, you know, and just right through, there's a good blend of older player, but also this young, enthusiastic, energetic, running machine and and they go to work where other sides you know will probably play a bit of cat and mouse and take you on the swans like to get physical they like to tackle they like to play man on man when they have to they like to really take the game on when when they're ready to so they play at different speeds and i'd love to see the the swans win tell you what i've liked about collingwood Crawford this year and i know every team you know 
tries hard and, you know, they compete for the full four quarters and all that type of stuff, everything that commentators talk about. But when I actually watch Collingwood, there's a real belief that regardless of the situation they're in, they keep coming and they come harder. And, And that's why I'm afraid of Collingwood this week because I know they're never out of the contest. Yeah, and and you can see it with with the players. They you know even when they talk to the media these days, they're not getting cocky or ahead of themselves. But you can just see they've they've got that belief. Which you know if, if you're physically capable and you got the confidence, and then you got the belief to match, it's it's a powerful ingredient to have. So um, yeah, definitely. Like the, the thing that the Swans will do, they won't allow them to go where they want. They won't allow them to come through the middle like they have been. Um, they just won't allow that. That's where Sydney are really organised. And, you know, it's, that, this is going to be a great game because Collingwood will keep trying. And if they get through a few times, will Sydney go, oh, hang on, this is not working. Will we mm. change a few things? So I, I totally agree. This game, even if Sydney get three, four goals in front going in the last quarter, that won't worry Collingwood too much because they'll still have that belief that they can they can run over the top. So uh, and and even you know McRae, coach of Collingwood, his his language just especially in the last week is like we can win, we can win this whole thing, you know. And, and he's doing that through the media for these players to understand. Listen, you can start really believing that we can win this, and and it's like the light bulb moment's gone off. We've come this far. Um, we deserved. You know, to still be here, and now we can win the whole thing. So, um, Collingwood Football Club is dangerous when when their supporters are up and about, their players are believing, and and when you play, when you used to play Collingwood, especially the MCG. So if they happen to win and go on to the grand final, but their supporter base is like no other. The noise and and it really is like having an extra couple of players out there for them, and they just I don't know, they just play on a different level, and they they're just a I don't know, there's a special aura. Look, I know a lot is made of, of Collingwood and, you know, particularly in the second half of this year, they've been a four-quarter team. Their contested footy's been great. But I'd argue that that's probably been Sydney's best strength this year, that they they have gone for four quarters. And that was evident against Melbourne only a couple of weeks ago. Just that They were just up for the contest. And a lot of these young players are relishing that that hard body on body contact and it's not just the big names that are getting it done it's a lot of these young on ballers that are, are really standing up for sydney and relishing that contest which surely must um you know boil a lot of sydney fans as well i know we're talking a lot about collingwood in that regard but sydney's really stepped up also yeah well the future of sydney's unbelievable really when you think of all those young kids who are, who are doing the job for um for the sides so early in their career but um, the thing I've loved about Sydney is Sydney's consistency through the year. Um, they don't rely on Buddy Franklin. You know, Buddy's, you know, look out if Buddy gets on a bit of a roll, but it's everyone else. You know, you've got Sam Reid popping up in the forward line. You've just got um, you've just got players, you know, Papley, who's an energiser bunny. Um, and it's, it's just all these players... Uh, who are just consistently mm. bringing a consistent level. Yeah. And that, I think Logan McDonald's been terrific as well the last couple of weeks. Lovely well, kick right. as well. And he gets to play with one of the all-time greats, mm. you know, Buddy Franklin. And Florida. How much is he learning and understanding about the game? And, mm. and yeah, it's just it's just a really... They've just set themselves up beautifully, um, the Swans. You know what you're going to get. You know, it's a bit like the Sydney Swans 
ten or so years ago, or maybe maybe a bit longer actually, when um, you know when they were winning premiership and taking on West Coast, and you just knew every week what you're going to get out of the Swans, which was just a real blue collar, you know, this blood mentality, and. This is this team's got it, but it's got a real X factor about it. With you know some of the play, you know Heaney in the forward line, just some of the players that can really you know excite not only supporters but their teammates, and uh, they've done a huge job. They really have, and um, they've really set themselves up to you know. I spoke halfway through the year, we're thinking they're going well. You know they need to improve a little bit, and obviously the finals has just brought them on so much that they uh, they're now starting to believe. And I reckon they beat Melbourne when Melbourne were at their very best um, last final. So Melbourne went on the week later. Max Gorn had a groin injury, um, you know, and you had um, who had a broken leg, you know. They had a few injuries that they carried, Mm. which they weren't at their very best. But I reckon Sydney got them at the very best and took them down on the MCG, which I reckon is a really good form line. Mm. So... Swans a dollar forty four, Collingwood two eighty, and I'll get your thoughts on the other match as well, Croft. Uh, the Cats Geelong taking on Brisbane. The Cats a dollar twenty seven. The Lions three eighty. Yeah, yeah, the Cats have been super, um, but we, I was a little worried about their lead up form, even though they're winning by sixty odd points in the lead up. But um, they were playing sides in the top eight, um, and you know they found a way as good sides do, to get across Collingwood. That form line has looked pretty good because Collingwood have gone on the following week. But um, it's definitely not a one-sided match. We've got Brisbane, who, you know, fell across the line against Richmond, and then, you know, they showed a great fighting spirit against the Ds. And they're, they're starting to believe themselves, and they can be super quick. You know, the, the thing that's worked in Brisbane's favour is, after their first final, they brought in three new players um, who were out suspended or injured. And then I think they're going to bring in a couple more this week with Dan and her returning because he didn't play because of um, having a child the week before. And, yeah, so things just keep working in their favour. So they're definitely not out of it. Um, they've broken the hoodoo at the MCG last week against, obviously, the premiers from last year. And um, I, I think this is pretty much game on. If they can get a bit of scoreboard pressure early and, and keep themselves in the game, um, they've got guys like Lockie Neal who, who just who are just charging at the moment and going to be very very hard to stop. And then Geelong, Geelong deserve to be the favourites, favourite for the premiership, favourites to win this match. But there's still those question marks because they've been able to to go reasonably well in finals, but haven't been able to sort of pinch a premiership of late. So there's still a few question marks, you know, and they've got a few older players. Do they still have more in their tank? You know, Dangerfield, Selwood, Tom Hawkins, um, all amazing players. But, you know, if, if I was playing against those types through the middle, I'd be putting on my best best possible runners um, and I'd be saying, OK, work them the other way. Try and push them as hard as you possibly can. Make them really get defensive by getting the footy early and, mm. and you know, you really try and go to work on, on some of the older players. So this is a fascinating match for me and I'd, I'd definitely give Brisbane a chance. Uh, I'd be picking Geelong, but I'd definitely give Brisbane a chance. Okay, so Geelong uh, and by how much and, and uh, hopefully oh. you're saying Sydney as well by how much? Geelong by 20 and I reckon Sydney by 15. All right. Good luck yep. uh, with those tips, Croft, and uh, I don't care how many points, as long as the Sydney Swans can get through to the grand final and Hopefully give Buddy uh, 
well, I don't know whether it's a farewell, whether he plays on or whether that will It'll be, be a farewell. song. But he's definitely. off to Brisbane. Hopefully he's definitely off farewell. Queensland, I should say. Well, yeah. I don't know if he wins the if he wins a premiership with the Sydney Swans. No. No. Two more years, Gold Coast. Yeah. Gold Coast. Okay. All right. Yeah. Contract there. He's just got to sign it. <laughs> Okay. Anyway, cha-ching, let's not cha-ching. get ahead of ourselves. Let's just uh, hope the Swans beat Collingwood this week. Uh, Croft, thanks for joining us this morning on the Big Sports Breakfast. No worries. I'm going to think about uh, my three-peat, which, which events I can go to and see if I can have an all-nighter like Miles. Mm. Bender. What you've, about this? You've got it in you. You've got it in you, Croft.